You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen. Crime Weaver Tyler. I'm your occasional soothsayer, Gordy. Not this week, though. Okay. No? Just no sometimes. Suits? Just sometimes. Greetings, champions. <laughs> this is Mars, a.k.a. Brian Blake Hall, but I go by Mars online. I failed to do this uh, in the previous recording, so um, uh, hi. I stream on Twitch for a video game company called Codename Entertainment for a game called Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, that's literally my job, and I love it very much. So shout out to Codename Entertainment. Shout out to all of the Idle Champions players who may be listening to this Thank you. Love you all. See you on Twitch. And my uh, what the folklore name shall be Dark Prince. Appropriate. Yes. It's actually what my, like, Ryan means Little King and Blake means the Dark One, so Dark Prince. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Layers. Yeah. Layers. That's nice. My My name means person who runs carts. That's not as good. Yeah. My name means guy who puts tiles on roof. <laughs> mm. Oh, Tyler. Yes. Is that really is mean that, that is where it comes from. Oh. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. My like first huh. My actual first name means worthy of love, but I have uh, ditched it in exchange for <laughs> for horse carts. <laughs> but but you said no. Now, are they carts pulled by a hundred horses? Because that's relevant to this. That is that is indeed relevant to this because we are back in the Dalmanaverse, um, reading Fair Goldilocks, and we have indeed encountered a slew of horses. Um, uh, Gordy, did you have name trivia? I think mine means like, like the defender of the triangular field or something. Okay, it's that's very really cool. It's very specific. It makes yeah. sense. I've never once seen a triangular field. I don't think so. I haven't like felt any particular duty. <laughs> well, now that you've spoken um, this, the Illuminati is coming for you as a guard. Uh, is it an omen if the sun, the sunset, is glinting off of the casino sign out of my window, and yes. it's the only thing yes. I can see? Yes, yeah, that's a hundred percent an omen. See an omen, say an omen. <laughs> That's the sooth. <laughs> it's pretty easy. No one can actually tell you that it isn't. <laughs> All right. So we are returning to Fair Goldilocks, uh, a story that did include its title character early on and then abandoned them pretty shortly thereafter. But she's back and she's, she's ready to be wooed. She's back. She's sarcastic. She is kind of an asshole. <laughs> um all right, so for those of you who may have forgotten last week's episode, because I know I do, this is basically a story about a super hot girl who has hair, and that hair is gold and long, and a king heard about it and was like, I gotta have me that. 
Um, and he failed his first attempt. He has an even hotter than him ambassador or like friend or something. I'm not entirely sure what this guy's actual job in court Relationship is. Relationship unclear. Yeah, confidant. Um, who he threw in a tower and a kingly temper tantrum for uh, implying that he was hotter than the king, which is just a statement of fact, um, and not what he said at all. And uh, he's gotten an animal A team now. After being sent on the errand to pick up this princess. Carp Crow Owl. Carp Crow Owl. Uh, this man is sauntering up to this princess's castle wearing a dog like a fucking necklace around his neck. <laughs> um, Lest we forget. His hair is powdered. His face is clean. His dog is little. <laughs> and pretty. And, and pretty. Our princess is beautiful and has made sure that everyone knows it she is sitting in a throne that smells nice and she is surrounded by people playing instruments but very softly so they do not hurt anyone's ears were they singing softly also yes so it's it's like she turned the volume down on her friends yes (laughs) which when you're royal enough Mm. you apparently are allowed to do yeah she's beautiful but rude as we've learned that's her ninja turtles intro (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> beautiful but rude <laughs> Goldilocks has an attitude <laughs> so Amanat is led before her and he is struck speechless by just how freaking hot she is you guys naturally yeah you just can't the locks, dude, I'm telling you. They're so goldy. Um, so he gathers his courage and he delivers the speech that he has been preparing on his journey on a writing tablet for quite some time because the king's letters were just <laughs> alphabet soup. <laughs> so she listens and she's like, yeah, that sounds excellent and all. And I assure you, I'd do more for you than another. Yeah. Mm. so we got some princess boner chick Uh, but she says but look you must know unrelated to anything you just told me um, a month ago I was having a boat lunch as you do a lunch of boat or a lunch on a boat a lunch on a boat of a boat Mm. near a boat with a boat as a boat (laughs) under a boat can I bring back boat watch as a retrospective piece (laughs) yeah what do you want to talk about there was one there was do we have space for the boat watch music so kindly provided to us by donut was it donut shoes it's a great question if we still have it i'm sure it's on the that is (laughs) that that is the question Hopefully I have remembered the name correctly, because it was awesome. Yes, yeah. Donut, Donut Dad shoes. or Donut Shoes? Donut Shoes. Donut Shoes, yeah. All right, so I was on a boat eating a lunch a month ago. This is not related <laughs> to anything that you have just said to me. Um, but I did lose a ring in a river. Sure, yeah. I yep. love that ring more than my whole kingdom. Yeah, that includes all of you ladies here sitting wow. here singing. <laughs> yeah, she has an audience listening to her. The kingdom is present. 
not um, you know, not a great look, king, but for which she is presumably responsible, at least to some extent. Maybe she's a good match for Baby King after all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I leave you to judge the sorrow its loss caused me. And I vowed never to listen to any proposal until the ambassador who brings it restores my ring. All right, well, I got a, like, fish guy. I would like to, at this point, point out that the previous ambassador failed for reasons unknown. Which makes (laughs) me think that this is improvised bullshit (laughs) that she has just pulled out. So she says, so, consider that. Just, like... Put that one in your thinking cap. Makes you think, don't it? <laughs> sure would love to have this ring back in my life. Apropos of nothing that you might be here for. Just <laughs> as by just making casual conversation on a Monday. <laughs> Which and he is. left on a Monday. Um, yeah, don't we don't know, know when he arrived. Days. Yeah, I don't know how many days have passed. There's, okay. there's no more. T- we got exactly one timestamp in this. I'm going to assume Monday until it's proven otherwise. It's just yeah. a really long Monday. It's the, yeah, it's the, a very big Monday. It could be a different Monday. <clears throat> um, so she says, so consider that, because you could talk to me for 15 days. That wouldn't be Monday anymore. It would not be Monday anymore, and it also would not change my mind. Avenant is much surprised, as you would be by this non-sequitur. Yeah. Um, and declaration. But he made her a profound bow, begged her to accept the dog and the basket. And she says, no gifts, just think about what I said to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Girl knows what she wants, I respect that. I like to imagine him silently taking all of that in and then just kind of gesturing towards his dog. <laughs> the dog he is wearing. Dog, dog scarf? Dog, <laughs> Will a dog do? <laughs> No, get out of here. <clears throat> it's kind of a ring for your neck. The dog? <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> anything can be anything. By dog, do you mean ferret? No. No, it's a dog. It's a dog. That was French one people of three, know what dogs are, right? Three descriptors. Dog, little, pretty. <laughs> That's it's, what we know. It's in that a basket a attached to a scarf around the guy's neck. So Avanant goes to his own dwelling. Uh, I presume he took out like a, a, a Holiday Inn room or something. Um, and he goes supperless to Is it the best bed. western? Yes. His little dog, who now has a name, and the name is Cabriol, and that name is, means somersault. <laughs> which I is like a cute this. name for a dog. Yeah, that is a good name yeah. for a dog. One more time? Cabriol. Cabriol? That's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good-sounding name, and it's an adorable meaning. Well done, right. Donois. Donois, I like the names you put in this one. Um, the dog also wouldn't eat, which is, for most... Like, if it's not a fairy tale, that dog is sick. Take him to a vet immediately. <laughs> I have, like, I have I mean, not met a dog. that explains why it's so pliable, also. Yeah. Uh, the dog lay beside him. Avanot returns to his habit of sighing and bemoaning out loud to himself because there's no TV in the hotel room. (laughs) No Wi-Fi. And the dog says, look, man, you're awesome. We can do this. Let's go tomorrow. Which is a very dog thing to say. (laughs) Yes, this dog fucking talks. Okay. I mean, the fish and the birds talked. Why wouldn't the dog talk to? Did they all all talk? I don't remember. 
Uh, I believe so. I believe they all like offered verbally their their cool, debts. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, knew his name somehow. Yeah, uh, Avanant was surprised at the fish, but apparently once one fish talks to you, any other animal talking to you is just old hat and you don't show any surprise anymore. Yeah, I guess um, animals talk. Okay, yeah, so anyway. Well, <laughs> didn't know that, but you know, there's a lot I don't know. And the dog's um, just thankful that he isn't the one that had to break the ice on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody else broached that topic for him. All talking animals live in dread of like, do I... Do Am I the be first the one that's going to have to did... talk to this guy? Oh, man. It's always so awkward. I don't want to be the first one for this guy. Thank you all, for taking yeah. the fall on that fish. All Thank animals you, can talk, but they also all have a specific social anxiety. Yes. <laughs> so the dog tells him this. Avanant, uh, who is just so used to animals talking to him now, just pats his head and doesn't answer. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever bullshit you want to feed me, dog. That's fine. Thank, thank you, Somersault. <laughs> He's gone from flabbergasted to, oh, I'm okay with this, to I'm going to actively ignore what you're saying to me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is happening to me now. I, wow. don't, I don't even care. Uh, and he finally falls asleep, overcome with sorrow. I don't know, man. You got a full vacation at this place, and you—that's the thing that I will never understand with these heroes. You don't have to go back. There's you, nothing. You, yeah. There's nothing tying you there. You fail on this errand, and you know that all that waits you is a beheading on your return. <laughs> Just stay out, man. Carmen, he's the most loyal to the king. I know. He's he's, he's admitted it himself. Everything. Yeah. Um. It's- Bad luck on that roll. Yeah. <laughs> the next morning, Cabriol is cutting capers and saying, Master, get dressed and come out, which is, again, extremely dog characterization. He, he did a good job he, with this dog. He wrote that flaw on the character sheet, and the DM is going to keep pointing at it. Yes. <laughs> you wrote it, man. You're loyal. You're the most loyal. You said most. You got to live up to that, or you're getting some points deducted. D and D points. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Avanat's like, fine. Gets himself dressed and wanders with the dog to the riverside, walking along with his hat over his eyes and his arms crossed, full pout mode. Just the most handsome pouting man that ever walked by the river. <laughs> it does conjure be... an image? Can... Some people like that. Yeah. Yeah. A very, a very pouty, brooding look. Look, 16-year-old Carmen was all about that. Sad <laughs> yeah. before hot. I think 19-year-old Carmen, and occasionally a 20s Carmen, was <laughs> susceptible to it. Less how's, less how's, so than 16-year-old. But How's 30s Carmen doing? 30s Carmen likes it in fiction. Okay. <laughs> and 30s Carmen <clears throat> likes it to stay in fiction. <laughs> That's what fiction's for. Yeah, it's nice to read about someone else fallen for the broody hero who's really interesting and you know that he's actually a good person who's going to have a redemption arc but man you don't know that with a real brooder (laughs) um which 16 year old carmen i did not understand um where the hell was i (laughs) it's down the wall just pick up anywhere yeah that's fair um yeah so he's brooding by the river and he hears a voice calling his name but he doesn't see anyone so he thinks i'm just hearing things 
But it calls again, and the dog is looking in the river, and he says, Hey, man, this sounds crazy, but I think it's this carp what's talking to you. I found a fish. <laughs> I'm a dog. You check this talking fish! So the carp shows up, and she's like, Hey, you saved my life, and since I'm apparently psychic, not only knowing your name, but also your troubles, I already found the ring for you, so now we're square. Whoa. That counts as saving your life. Here you and go. Location, Bye. Apparently. So this is like the laziest animal eighteen. Yeah, how unlike Del Noir to skip the interesting parts. Yeah, we're like we're already done. Oh, I bet it's gonna be three quests though. Like, yeah, you brought me back my ring, mm, but I really, really want this bracelet. If only you had a crow friend. That only an owl knows where tree. it is. Yeah, <laughs> to recover my bracelet that I lost. All right, so she's lost her <clears throat> ring and she's getting it back. <clears throat> so Ryan, your prediction for next task is bracelet. <laughs> yes, a bracelet, right. and it will be crow that retrieves it instantly, no trouble. All right, Tyler. Mm-hmm. What's the next task? Uh, what does Goldilocks want? The uh, it's tiara. not it's not meat because she's got a pile of it. Yeah, what what didn't she have piles of? Hmm. She had piles of diamonds, piles of sweetmeats. <laughs> I don't remember what else. Dresses. Dresses. Piles dresses. of dresses. Yeah. Alright, no dresses. Hmm. What about a smaller bird? Okay, so you're going with, <laughs> with smaller bird? Yeah. Alright, and Gordy, what does what does she want next? I think she wants uh, an outbreak of avian flu so that she can personally nurse them all back to health. <laughs> she wants Munchausen's by proxy. Got it. Yeah. Alright. So he and the dog go back to the palace with the ring, request the audience. She's like, oh, the poor boy has come to say goodbye because he knows that it's hopeless. <sighs> Shame he is kind of hot. Uh, and he presents the ring to her. And she spit takes right in his face. Exactly. She is astonished and says, you have to be some fairy's favorite because otherwise you wouldn't have been able to do this. Chocolate milk goes everywhere. <laughs> He's like, man, I've, I've definitely seen worse when my own king throws a tantrum. <laughs> um, and he says, I, I don't know a fairy, but I do have I did have a great wish to obey you. He is very good at boot kissing. That is his other core competency. He's he, he's the most loyal. It doesn't matter to who, which <laughs> is ironic. Anyone choose. <laughs> which I know is ironic, but. It kind of flies in the face of loyalty, but him handsome, here, here him loyal. Don't need any other qualities. Uh, so she's like, "Oh, well, you know, great, cool. Uh, well, the reward for good work is more work. So, yep, here here's your second task. Sure. <laughs> so I would like you to remember that the first task was a ring that she loves more than her entire kingdom. Yeah, yes. what could possibly be more important than that? Now that I have it back, I love this other thing more." That was her first priority. Okay. Here's her second priority. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hierarchy of needs. I get it. Not far from here is a prince called Galifron, okay. which has no apparent meaning. Someone who speaks French might know better than I do, but I couldn't find anything that that means or is derived from. Still a cool name, though. It is a good name. Uh, yeah, Delnois would be a good source <laughs> book. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Um... And Galifron has taken it into his head that he wants to marry me. And he threatens to lay waste to the kingdom if I refuse. Whoa. Hmm. So, first priority, ring. 
Second priority, possible war. Okay, so the task is going to be assassinate the enemy leader? Why didn't I predict war? I knew I should have predicted war again. I know, right? Uh, Also, um, should have mentioned this on the outset, he's unfortunately a giant. Oh! And he thinks no more of eating a man than a monkey would think of eating a chestnut. Again, Donois simile game. Just, like, chef's kiss. Those are spiky little bastards. They don't take no thought. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Gordy, a repository of knowledge. (laughs) I know, because I watched a dog eat some with no thought, and she regretted it. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta admit that, like, now that we're actually in the quest chain for unlocking Goldilocks as party member. This is gripping me more than the entire first half. (laughs) (laughs) Go slay the enemy giant king who wants to marry me. Cool. He also uses cannons instead of pistols. Oh my god. Handheld cannons? Yeah. And he's so loud that he strikes people deaf. Where can I play this RPG? This sounds rad. (laughs) Did he somehow, like, jerry-rig... A, a trigger triggers onto cannons. I, I don't know. I don't know, What's, man. What is the firing mechanism? <laughs> he just chucks them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I you gotta fucking love Dalton's imagination, though. Like yeah, this, this is cool. This, this sounds like something that like a a twelve year old kid having watched an awful lot of comic book movies and <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Like red red adventure books and things would have put together as a fanfic. Like mm-hmm. so often we lose sight of that whimsy as we get older, but she clearly has not, and I respect no, that. Like yeah, this, she, she was she doing this as a full ass adult. To. Yeah, <laughs> she, she will hold whimsy by by its neck until with her the... teeth. She She holds on to whimsy like a wolf holds a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly draining the life out of it. I'm gonna take a water break. (laughs) 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 Alright. I asked to be excused from marrying him. You know, politely. Because girls don't Girls don't take gifts from boys, and girls mm-hmm. ask to be excused from marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, does, his, now, does, does the giant's name mean avian flu, do you think? It could. I couldn't find mm-hmm. any other meaning, so... It I'll... can until proven otherwise. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what it means, so yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's the what the folklore way. <laughs> Stop using us in schools, it's such a bad idea. <laughs> take, us, take us to court, you can't prove that it doesn't mean that. Yeah. Um... So, uh, yeah, I asked to be excused for marrying him, and now he keeps killing all my subjects. I will remind you, this is of secondary importance to me than this ring you just got. I'm just imagine how cool that ring has to be, though. Again, thank you for the ring. It's, it's doing a lot for my mental health right now. <laughs> um, so, please bring me his head. Wow! I wasn't actually... I was joking when I thought the task was going to be assassination, but here we are! No, she wants a giant's head. Hell yeah! Let's go! <laughs> that's that's her wooing gift. I'm All imagining right. 
I'm imagining the A team like in a green room together, just waiting to do their specific parts. And the fish comes back. He's like, "Yeah, typical shit. I had to go get a ring at the bottom of the river." And the crow's like warming up to get something out of a tree, and then hears that his task is to bring her a giant's head. And he's just like, "What?" I pulled. Oh, I pulled the wrong straw. Oh my god! I am order. a crow. I am a crow. I don't know what you're expecting. I am a crow. You need a different animal for this. <laughs> You're sure she didn't say bracelet? <laughs> Did you miss here? No, it was beheading a giant king. Is giant's head like a brand? Is that maybe like like the brand or the company? <laughs> it's a new wine. <laughs> Just the meaning of the animals, like yeah, dude, super easy. Just swam down to the bottom of this lake, got this ring, spit up, whatever, done. Favor cleared. Anyway, go kill a giant. <laughs> Typical Monday. It's always Monday. <laughs> the rest of the story is Monday. <laughs> the only bit we got, we're gonna cling to it like Donwall clings to whimsy. Is it is it too early to nominate for the church? Of the knife for go- for fair Goldilocks. I don't know that she's actually uh, achieving any like sainthood requirements. Okay. Uh, she might be see. a follower of the Church of the Knife uh, on holidays. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's not going out and doing it herself. Yeah, she's getting she's other not. people to do it. Yeah. Uh, so Avenant's like, okay, well, I will fight him. I will probably die. But I will die a brave man. And a loyal man. <laughs> the most loyal man. I mean, he uh, is princess, proving it, to be fair. Yeah. The princess, having asked him to do this, now tries to stop him from going. But he goes to get armor. Uh, like, she's she's going to try and call his bluff, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Uh, so he All goes right. to get his armor, and he puts the dog in the basket that I assume is still <laughs> being worn like a necklace, but now with armor, uh, mounts his good horse, and sets out for the country of Galifron. Everyone he meets along the way gives him more cause to fear, but the dog promises to bite the giant's leg so that he would bend down and get into head-chopping position. Thanks, believe- somersault. Yeah, yeah, I believe Avenant is uh, somewhat dubious about the... Uh, I'm sure you will, Somersault. <laughs> ...efficacy of this plan. <clears throat> so he shows up at Galifron's palace, which instead of having, like, diamond trash like the princess has uh, bones and carcasses lying around. Uh, A and different then he kind hears... of pile. Yeah. yeah. Again, this princess is potentially compatible with quite a few people. Uh, and he hears Galifron singing, and this is the song he sings. Oh, yes. Ho, oh, bring me for lunch, fat babies to crunch, not few, not lean, nor my appetite keen, you will not satisfy, so hungry am I. Thank you for this gift. Thanks. <laughs> you just get that as my ringtone. I would like to point out, I didn't practice that at all. That was off the <laughs> Really? Cuff. Yeah. That was impressive. It's good. It's pretty good. It's no Gaston. It's but. no Gaston. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like Lin Manuel Miranda is not going to tip a hat at me at all. Um, <laughs> but but I didn't trip on a single word there, and I'm pretty proud of that. 
So this song initiates a rap battle. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I had tea in my mouth at that moment, and now I don't. You actually made me spit take. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Constant comment, by the way, because I know people ask me if I don't say it. Wow. <laughs> so Avanat sings back a threat that he's going to tear out the giant's teeth, but he's not very good at rapping. And Dalma does acknowledge that his <laughs> his rhymes aren't great. His verse is weak, <laughs> but it's okay because he's scared. This man has no bars. <laughs> but I, do, I look. This isn't like, oh, he's clumsy kind of character flaws. Like this is a little bit more more deep cut creative for her that, that he gets scared and he stumbles but he's trying <laughs> like he's he's not the best at rapping which I feel is another unusual thing about this story for her later that evening Somersault was like no no I liked it it was good it was amazing it's, it's endearing uh, it's but yeah it's, a, it's a, like it's one of the most humanizing moments I think she's given a main character <laughs> where they're not the best at everything or the most put upon Hmm. He just, like, he stumbles his rap. <laughs> Do we know about where in Dalnois' life timeline this story was written compared to her other works? Yeah, do you know if this if was early get, like... or late? Yeah. Like, if this is evidence of her growth as a writer, as a storyteller. <laughs> or deterioration. Or deterioration, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Either way, this is this is good. Good job, Donalaw. Rare times that we could ever praise you for something. Points for that one. Let me see if I can find a Donalaw timeline. It was in her uh, first collection in 1697. Oh. First collection. Yeah, I'm not sure if anyone has... Like a knowledge on when any of these specific tales were written, like in what order she put these together. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But she put together two collections, uh, Le Conce de Fies, which was the um, origin of the term fairy tales in 1697, <laughs> um, or and then new tales or fairies in fashion, Conce Nouveau ou la Fise à la Mode, uh, in 1698. So just a year between those publication dates. So she was fast with these, yeah. which I guess you can be when you don't have an eraser. Explains a lot of the quality. Yeah, she actually was in a rush, as, as it turns out. Um, New Tales has, is a much shorter collection, and it includes um, The Green Serpent. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, the White Cat, which is my, my favorite that I know of. That we have not read yet, right? We have not read that one. I don't think we've... we Have we read Bell Bell? I don't recognize the <laughs> I name. I don't recall. Because I feel like... I feel like we would have gravitated toward Bell Bell. Um, what with a name think? like that, yes. So I don't think we've read most of these. I don't think we've read Princess Bellatol, um, or Prince Prince Marcassan, or Cassin. Uh, so yeah, there's still plenty of the Dolnoniverse to experience. Most of what we have read is in this early, early collection. Okay, thank you for checking. Um, so yeah, this is contemporary in publication with the bee and the orange tree, um, and the ram and the yellow dwarf. Classic. 
Um, so Avanant, having flubbed his rap, resorts to rapid name-calling to try and make the giant angry. <laughs> sure. This is an unnecessary thing on his behalf because the giant is, d- like, predisposed to anger. Already angry. <laughs> angry before you got here, bud. Woke up mad. <laughs> Stay mad. So the giant grabbed a bar of iron and would have killed Avanant in one stroke had not the crow shown up and taken out his eyes with its beak. Oh. Alright. I'm doing my best! (laughs) This This is what I got got for you, man. Uh, (laughs) Something. I put my stats in find and sneak. This was not what I... Um, I'm gonna sneak his eyes out of his head. (laughs) I'm a thief. I don't know what you expect from me. Uh, Dexterity sleight of hand on eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) So props to the crow for like for rolling a high high roll on a hail mary attempt to use skills not made for this task. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so the giant strikes randomly, now blind, and Avanant parries and shoves the spear into him until the giant slips on his own blood in what I presume is Donois's second Three Stooges moment. Did he need to <laughs> parry, or was he just showing off? I think maybe he was, he was off. swinging wildly. Yeah. He could have just avoided it. So he hacks off Galifron's head, and the crow's like, we're even now. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> Do not ever talk to me again. <laughs> <laughs> that crow has cashed in every favor they could have ever done for a human for the rest of their existence. It's like, I'm retiring. Spend it all on this one guy. <laughs> I don't ever want to see a person or an eagle. I want to go find... Oh, uh, no, I forgot that the eagle died. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to go find that eagle and ask it to eat me. <laughs> I'm going to shove my my body into the I'm gonna dead mouth of I'm going to feed myself to that eagle's eagle. family. <laughs> Um, so, Avanot comes back to the princess's, uh, diamond-littered tower with a giant head, causing a big ruckus in the streets, and the princess fears the ruckus is news of his death, that she's re- would be responsible for, tangentially. But he comes in just fine with a gruesome trophy, and he says, hey, I hope you like it! <laughs> Marry my I'll, king I'll now? I'll remind you, you asked for this. Yeah, she's like, ooh. Um... Santa delivered. Yep. He said, I would, like, if I were directing this with little reverence for the source material, I would have him just, like, chuck the head on the floor and roll until it hits her feet. <laughs> like, there. <laughs> Don't refuse my king. That's what you wanted, right? This makes you happy, yes? <laughs> we're good? And she Did says, good? <laughs> nah, I do refuse your king. Whoa. At least in- unless you're able to... F- Alright, we're about to get our next ca- quest. What's... What's oh. the next fetch quest? Okay. Okay, so it's it's the owl, clearly. But doing what? Attack it escalated and dethrone from... God. <laughs> yeah, like, how do we escalate from get ring to assassinate political enemy? I would remind you that this is in the order of her priorities. Yeah, right. so this is a, this is a tertiary priority. <laughs> yes. But must nonetheless be something grander than the previous two. I mean, the owl is going to have to establish a new religion. <laughs> I like the direction you're going in. I'm, I'm gonna. I think it's going to be like literally perform a miracle, right? Yeah, Gordy. Um, <clears throat> learn the true meaning of hubris. I like it. All right. 
very conceptual. So she will refuse his king unless he is able to fetch her some water. What? From the dark grotto. Okay. Before she leaves. That, by the way, in case you didn't know, um, it's a deep cavern that's six leagues in circumference, barred by two dragons that spew fire from both their eyes and their mouth. This is an RPG. <laughs> eyes and mouth, you say. Yeah, from both. <laughs> Once you get past that, you gotta go into a hole full of toads and adders and serpents, and then there's a cave through which is the stream of beauty and health. Sure. If you wash with this water, and you're already hot, you stay hot forever. And if you're not, you become a hottie. If you're young, you stop aging. And if you're old, you get young. <laughs> she says, you can understand that I couldn't leave my kingdom without taking, like, a Dasani bottle full of this shit with me, right? <laughs> uh, so Avanant says, well, you're already hot, so this water is useless to you. But I am the unlucky ambassador whose death you seek, so I'll go find it. But I'm pretty sure this is the last of me. Off to Ash Lake for me. <laughs> I am sure all of these lines are meant to be delivered in earnest, and it is just my natural bent towards sarcasm that has me reading <laughs> them in that way, but I do, I would like the characterization <clears throat> of these two to just be, like, snippy assholes at each other. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it fits. Neither of us want to be doing this, <laughs> but we both have to do this to each other now. They're both so stressed out at this point, but neither will give any ground. It's kind of a variant of the enemies to lovers trope thing, mm -hmm. which is hard to do well, but when it is done well, it's one of my favorites. Um, so I think I'm just like desperately grasping at ways to like this. <laughs> and making them sarcastic assholes is number one. Um, so the princess doesn't change her mind this time. So he sets out with his dog, I, I assume still as a necklace, for the dark grotto. <clears throat> Everyone is pitying him on his way, uh, supplying his own pity party. Because I'm, I'm sure what he is actually meant to be is the, like, appealingly brooding hero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like the sarcastic bit instead. I, I like I thinking of him as, like, he's growing very rapidly over the course of the story this personality shift like he he started as like oh la di da i'm going to write poetry under a tree by the road <laughs> and just through the trials and tribulations this lady is forcing upon him he is just becoming so jaded and sarcastic fine me and my dog will go to your fucking dragon grotto and get your <laughs> stupid water <laughs> sure i guess uh. come on somersault <laughs> We're going to the Dragon Grotto. Because <laughs> why not? Man, Princess Quest really change a man. <laughs> this is maybe the most I've ever wanted to see a Donwa put to film. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> With one of the Ryans and one of the Chris's. <laughs> I don't care which Ryan, I don't care which Chris. <laughs> I just want to see this sarcastic take on this film. <laughs> and the Academy Award winning boot kissing sequence <laughs> <laughs> they play over and over and over it, it becomes it becomes as overplayed as let it go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in spite of having no musical interludes <laughs> they still play it on the radio <laughs> yes. it's just like three lines <laughs> three lines and the sound of kissing boots <laughs> 
Um, it's the jam of the summer. <laughs> it's, it wins awards in media. It isn't even present. In. <laughs> Best documentary. <laughs> this one won a Hugo. <laughs> it's a Caldecott winner. What? <laughs> the novelization wins literary awards for the same Not even scene. in the no. No, this scene. This visual scene. Oh, it wins! It wins! It wins Like it beats out every other media for every award every, that year. Everywhere it wins Judy Bloom's Children's Bust 'Em Up Book Awards. Every Nobel Peace Prize, all of them Hugo at the awards. same time. Yeah, Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Thank you for finally bringing world peace. That one's just a formality at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they always the Nobels? Eventually, you can't even see the clip without the various award winner buttons on top of it, like they put on book covers. Uh, and that is what they start calling it in that universe. The clip. Yeah. The clip. Yeah, the clip. We all know what it is. <laughs> the clip. We all know the clip. We all, we've all seen it. It is part of required education in all nations. We know just comes preloaded on every computer you ever buy. <laughs> yeah, it like that U2 song on it's, Apple devices way back when or whatever. It's just PC bloat. Yeah, you can't <laughs> escape it. You gotta watch it to get your coins on mobile games. <laughs> We've entered a new era where like this, this, it's so inundated to everything that we've all just become like blind to it. Every every political ad is that video and then a candidate's name at the end. <laughs> I approve of this clip. <laughs> we know you do. Everyone we all does. does. We all love it. Unironically, it's great. And we're mad about it. The presidential race is just who loves the clip more. <laughs> I miss when there was media of any other good quality. This is the only thing. So, uh, Avanat, meanwhile, the... The fellow we're kind of talking about yeah um, going on a quest he makes it to the top of a mountain and he sits down to rest and let his horse graze and his dog chase after flies he sees a hideous rock <laughs> okay <laughs> i've never done beauty that rock do to you <laughs> <laughs> but avanat has <laughs> and this one's ranked hideous how big is it? Is it actually quoted as a hideous rock? Yeah, a hideous the... rock. It's as black as ink, and uh, thick smoke is coming from it. Uh, okay, fair. It's that would be attention grabbing. Uh, then he sees one of the dragons with a yellow and green body. He is terrified, and he doesn't know where to hide. Uh, so he the just rock for. I don't know. It's just there. Maybe it's the other dragon. <laughs> Set dressing a landmark. Yeah. So yeah, some they they let the. Uh, the crew have full free reign on this one, so they just make it kind of creepy. And someone's like, I'm going to make the ugliest rock. And someone else is like, I got a smoke machine we can put in that. And they're like, hell yeah, anything for a smoke machine. What kind of paint we got? Black. Cool. Good. Do it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Done. All right. Let's go to the, the craft services table. Peace. So Avanot resigns himself to death, grabs his empty Dasani bottle, and tells his dog that when he dies, to fill the bottle with his blood and take it back to the princess as a special guilt trip from him. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Somersault doesn't want to do that. Somersault just wants to go home. <laughs> Somersault's good catching flies over here, bro. Somersault, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You know, this is the perfect Don Juan for a, a movification because it also, like, Somersault's also the merchandise character already built in. <laughs> Mr. Pleasant rushes in. Somersault's good out here. <laughs> you can you can sell little stuffed somersaults and basket necklaces all over the, the, the town. The more I think um, about it, it does sound pretty cute. Yeah. No, this is, like, this is the IP we need to invest in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so he hears a voice calling his name, and it is, of course, the owl. Yes. Uh, the owl offers to take the file, and he knows all the paths through the dark grotto, because I guess he goes there on vacation or something. I don't know. Sure. Um, and owls can see in the dark. Yes. Famously. He is Famously. also the best owl in the world, because he has just saved us a lot of the typical Donois descriptions. <laughs> I think she was tired when she got to the story, <laughs> and she was learning the the fine art of summary <laughs> and getting herself out of out of shit that yeah. she set up for herself and didn't feel like writing. Half the kids in the storytelling group have fallen asleep, so she just needs to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so she brings the file, or he brings the file back to the princess. Since Al just got it, uh, the princess has run out of ridiculous tasks. So she thanks him, makes her preparations for her departure, and she goes with him. So she sets out on a journey with him, and I, I guess this would be the montage part of the film. Um, she's very charmed by him, and occasionally would say, Man, if you'd been willing, I would have made you king of my kingdom. We could have just, like, stayed there. Why the fuck are you telling me this now? <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> Nah, I wouldn't do that to my master, no matter what. Even well, if nah. you are a super hottie, I am the most loyal. What part of sheep. loyal did you not understand? <laughs> it says loyal right there. So the king meets them with all the best gifts in the world. A big rejoicing, lots of wedding preparations. Probably some tears, who knows. Maybe a little tantrum here and there. I bet he's a real bridezilla. Little the tantrum as a treat. Somersault's uh, doing a dance, it's really cute. I was really expecting Somersault to actually do a somersault at some point. (laughs) He did capers, so it's kind of like a somersault. Uh, Okay, I guess it's an implied somersault. (laughs) Um, So Goldilocks, of course, in in case you didn't pick up the subtext, has a lady boner for Avenant. Mm -hmm. She's never happy except when she gets to see him. And she just, she can't help herself. She keeps praising him to the king. Which is why she keeps sending him away. (laughs) 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 I need this one to die. (laughs) <laughs> so she just keeps praising him to the king um and the king is oblivious but he has yeah, the... he is pretty cool and loyal too yeah Love he's got the <laughs> he has the benefit of the same jealous people hanging around him who he didn't like dismiss or anything he just glared at them and just like, well, that business is done. I'll, I'll toss the man I love the most into a tower to starve to death at the whisper that he might think he's handsomer than me. But finding out that you guys kind of lied to me? Eh. You can still be advisors. It's fine. I'm too tired to do anything about it. I just ate a big meal. <laughs> that I gave as an apology for nearly starving a man to death. So these same envious people are hanging around. They tell the king, man, you should be jealous. It's kind of obvious that she is super in love with Avenant, and she won't eat or drink or shut up about how much you owe him. So I don't know. Maybe watch yourself. And in this case, they're actually correct. The king, however, has the memory of a dead fly. 
and is as impressionable as a wet as wet sand. Uh, so he immediately goes straight back to tower tantrum. <laughs> like there's not a single fucking moment of self reflection or considering. Well, last time I was told these things, it turned out to not be a thing. Um, Prepare so- the tower. <laughs> Avanat gets some food and water this time, but he has irons chained to his hands and feet, so it's just like trade starvation for iron. Uh, And his dog chills with him and brings him news. I assume the dog can get in and out on account of being little and pretty. And can somersault. And somersaulty. Goldilocks is a super upset. And she throws herself at the king's feet, begging for him for Avanon's freedom. Uh, the more sh- she begged him, the angrier he got. Because it was kind of reaffirming that she's definitely obsessed with this man. Mm-hmm. So she wises up and stops speaking of it entirely. Better that he just forget the entire thing. <laughs> Eventually and just let him out. Yeah. I hate this guy. I'm just shaking What was I angry about? Point. So the king does a little bit of reflection. What are you doing in this tower, Goober? Get on out of here. Who put you in here, silly? (laughs) Come have dinner with me and let's listen to my problems. I'm going to sit on the bed and kick my feet back and tell you all about what's bothering me. I want to see your dog do somersaults again. (laughs) Do you want to get some ice pops? (laughs) Hey, champ. How you doing? You playing alone in the tower in chains again? <laughs> kind of weird, I won't judge. Anyway, I've got complaints to bring to you. No one will listen to my problems. You're my only real friend. You want a sandwich? <laughs> Seems like you've been through a lot, kiddo. You want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, me well, first, too bad. Me first, yeah. <laughs> me first. We'll take so, turns. I'll go first. So the king considers the problems before him, and he thinks maybe. Maybe the real issue is that he hasn't done anything impressive for her, but just had other people to do it for him. And that's part of it, yeah. No. <laughs> the problem is I'm not hot enough. No. Uh, I missed the knot that I put in there uh, at the beginning. Uh, he did not at all reflect that oh, he hadn't oh, done anything okay. impressive. No, he <laughs> goes, right. he jumps straight to I'm not hot enough. Cool. Oh, I I was thought that his deductive reasoning was like a boomerang, and he got so <laughs> close that no. he swung back around. No, I did accidentally set up the um, the Simpsons meme. <laughs> like, no, it's the oh. hotness that's the problem. <laughs> um, so he decides he needs to go rub his face with that beauty water uh, that his betrothed kept in the, on the edge of a shelf in her room so that she could look at it frequently. A normal thing to want to do with your beauty cream. Unfortunately, at some point, uh, we'll find out about just now, one of the housemates had previously knocked down that bottle and broken what? it. Are you fucking kidding oh me? God. While she was killing a spider with a broom. Which, again, physical comedy in this story. Yeah, that's three <laughs> is, now. It's like top tier Don Like, Maybe she's just experimenting with something new. Yeah. yeah. I like, respect I'm, it, honestly. I'm for it. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Mix it up. And so she was at her wit's end, and she remembered the king had a bottle just like it. Because, mm. like, all royalty uses Dasani bottles. Uh, and it's also full of a clear liquid in his room. So she could just, like, do a quick swap seize. Uh, so she snuck it in in the place of the hot, sexy water. It's acid. 
even more unfortunately, the king's special water file. What 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 special water does the king keep in his room? Okay. It's acid. Okay. It's it's ugly water. <laughs> it makes you ugly because it's what he wants is pretty water. Yeah, it's it's I feel like my brain's melting. <laughs> Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to get in Dalnois' mindset for this. Oh boy, man! It's painful to do. Yeah, you don't want to need therapy after this. Talk about somersaults. Yeah. Forty uh, predictions. Just fortified. <laughs> it's just vitamins. Same, but cost more. Uh, the king's special water was a file for causing the death of princes and great lords when they committed crimes. What? Oh. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's a special <laughs> secret execution water. It went for for people of renown when they commit crimes? Yeah, instead of beheading or hanging, and this is the actual story explanation, instead of beheading or hanging, they get their faces rubbed with a special murder water and they go to sleep forever. And and it's, just, it's not okay. messy at all. It's not drowning. They no. just go to sleep and die. We're going to yeah. put a, a, this ointment face mask on you that you will die. Yeah, because you did a crime. Because you were an so important get person you... who did crime. We're going to get you wet to death. Tyler, are you sweating <laughs> over there just knowing that this exists now? As I refuse weaver. to believe it exists. <laughs> <laughs> it might. Has Delanois ever lied to us? Frequently, actually. Frequently. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like her modus operandi. So the king rubs his face falls asleep, and dies. What crime did he do? I think... The imprisonment? I don't know. I don't think that it kills you if you are a criminal. I think it kills you and it's used for royal criminals because oh. it's a little bit less messy and more okay. dignified. I got it mixed up. Okay. It's an easy... Like, I... Again, I'm bullshitting just as hard as you are, so <laughs> either one of us could be correct here. We don't have a clear explanation. That's we just do, my read on it. We do just need to test it on someone who hasn't committed a crime. Yeah, we just need an innocent crimes. person to get wet. Yeah, we need to attempt to murder an innocent person with magic water. So the dog learns of this first because the dog is, of course, best at gossip. Runs to Avenant to tell him. Uh, Avenant asked the dog to go to the princess and consider maybe releasing him in light of the fact that the king is dead. Now that you're the <laughs> sovereign ruler here. So the dog slipped through the crowd because there was a lot of confusion on, at court on account of the king being dead. And he uh, finds the princess and whispers to her not to forget about Avenant. Remember that hot guy you like? Being a princess, she does have to like consider for a moment the sufferings that he went through on her account before she has an emotional response to it uh, and also his great faithfulness the loyalty that she saw written on his character sheet mm -hmm. and then she marches straight to the tower takes the irons from his hands and feet with her own hands she's like Damn. I like to imagine that she out. yeah she like ripped them open <laughs> she like, yanks it, them out of the wall <laughs> didn't use a key or anything just barehanded de-irons him I like the idea that she has super strength, but she's just incredibly lazy. and She just doesn't want to do her own quests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, in a retelling, that would be a fun, like, character trait to, to put in in the beginning. Yeah. She could behead that giant with a karate chop. But it would get her ring messy. She just can't be bothered to do it. 
Then he, she puts a crown on his head and the royal robes on his shoulders. I I don't know if she pulled them off the dead man. Like, I'm going to assume she did, because that's metal. <laughs> she just goes, takes him off the corpse. These are yours now. And she says, come, I make you a king. And presumably also, let's go bone. <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, that's, that's, we have to consummate this uh, royalty. In front of God and everyone. Very kinky. In front of God and Somersault. <laughs> Somersault's the one you need to impress, though. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. They don't, they don't call him Somersault for nothing. Whoa. Uh, he throws himself at her feet, because this is how people express things in the Dolnoa universe, is to just, like, <laughs> launch themselves at foot. <laughs> is this the same clip? <laughs> Because <laughs> she threw herself at the king's feet, also. So we have three feet throwing oh clips. Um, that we- <laughs> uh, and he poured out his gratitude, and everyone was delighted to have him as king, except presumably the jealous people who haven't been mentioned since the last time at all. Uh, and there was a huge wedding feast, and they lived together a long time in peace and happiness. The end. Not bad. Yeah, Honestly. it's one of her tighter stories. Yeah, no no deviation into another no. story. Yeah, no, the closest yeah. we got was the um like the A team quest explanations, but those were pretty like neat and tight. And they were still pertinent to the overall plot. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get to hear about like people who chattered too much. There's <laughs> and no got turned into birds. Pointless over description of things. There was some, not okay. a lot. Yes, I didn't have it was, to. Cut it was omitted for us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to cut okay. nearly as much as I usually do, though. All right. There's definitely some like, places that this could be tightened up, but it's not the, bad. The weirdest descriptions, just piles of diamonds hanging outside her house. <laughs> yeah, don't know. I don't like think you understand diamonds. how like precious items <laughs> and relevant personal value like work like you know value is subjective right and it's, it's based on like supply and demand like, if you how just much have, could it cost if you have piles of diamonds outside then that makes it not special anymore donna's general um like philosophy is more is better clearly a lot of things uh but like there was a lot of restraint in this one yeah and i don't think any of the people in here are particularly good people no. or even terribly likable <laughs> as so people but they are entertaining people and i do like there's there is a foundation there to turn them into more interesting characters i feel they they do feel more human than the typical characters you get from Dal noir because like they do have yeah they're not very likable and they're kind of a mixed bag of morality which yeah. a lot of us are yeah that, that i think that part's fine um, Avanat takes the role of most of the in princesses. Fact, I find not likable to be a frequent trait in humans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Avanat takes the, the typical Dalnois princess role of, like, sighing about his fate all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's super sarcastic and very petty. And I really, I love the pettiness of, I'm gonna die and you're gonna take this vial filled with my blood and you're gonna show her what she did. <laughs> <laughs> like 
That's grade A petty bullshit, and I love it. He's evolved so yeah. much through the story. And I like your explanation of, of like, as he gets farther away from the, the kingdom and, and just the stresses of, the, of yeah. being with that king, starting to realize and come into his own a little bit. I think you... to tighten us up, the, those philosophical ramblings he made with the animals, I think you'd need to call them back a little bit. Yes. And have him realize where he fits in in that whole situation. It would be a nice thing to see as a juxtaposition of the king never reflects on his mistakes and misdeeds. To have Avenant actually do that would make him a more likable, more heroic, acceptable, like, protagonist character. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good bones here, legitimately. Yeah. There's there's some meat on this bone. A bit of it's rotten. <laughs> we could some excise just, that. Yeah, some of it's just weird fat. Yeah. Like that weird textured stuff that it's like, ugh. Cut away the bad meat. Spice the rest. Think we can get a good meal going here. Yeah. I think there, I think there's bones on this. This is one that I would file away in my my vault for rewriting. So uh, is there anything that you'd like to conclude with? No, I'm spent. <laughs> let's go again. <laughs> Next Don Noir, let's go. Oh, Flip the page. Fat flavors. Don Noir percent. Let's just rush them all down. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the death knell of this podcast. You know, like end end game is we have read all the Don Noirs and we're out of them. Ah, uh, yeah. So we can't we can't afford that one. We've bought a little bit of time out. with uh, Carl Sandberg <laughs> to spread out our, our weird weird storytelling specials. So every time we read a Del Noir, like we're the <laughs> the doomsday clock is advancing like one tick. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, Dark Prince. Mm, my pleasure, of course. <laughs> this was something I've I've wanted to do for a long time. Long-time listener, first-time guester. Yeah. Um, I love that y'all are doing this. It brings me joy every time. I'm so glad that you've kept it going all of these years. Please never stop. It's one of my <laughs> highlights of the week. Well, it was good to have you. Yeah, it was Thank good you. having you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Welcome into 2023. Hopefully this is uh, a decent start to it. Um, thank you to all of our patrons for sponsoring the show. Uh, thank you to our top-tier patrons, Five-Headed Snake God, Allison, Frog Whisperer, Lucky, Lord of Dragons, Biblio Princess, Irius, Midori, Becca Lobster No Longer, The New and Improved Haley, Spaghetto is a Biscuit, Let Them Scrump You Up, Sweetie Pie, Cobbler's Got a Cobble, Awkward, Project Birdfall Informant, Funky Little Strawberry, Lemur, Spag Ghost Coast to Coast, I've used this one before, but I like it the most, Caitlin, A Haunted Combination Taco Bell and Pizza Hut, Your Girl <laughs> Olwyn, Allie, Knife Dad, Cobus Cat, Versus Keeper of Too Many OCs, Pyrus, Nathan the Scott, Millipedish, What the Folklore is a Fictional Creation, Any Daves Depicted are Purely Coincidental, High List is Wimbus, Spaggle, Edel, Crump, Spaghetto, Spaghetto, Crump, Spaghetto, Spaghetto, Crump, My Mortal Enemy, <laughs> Haley Prime, Justin, Lily is Reminding You of the Book of Doug, SAL, Starting February 14th. Uh, this is, again, the uh, the stitching along uh, Book of Doug-themed thing that they're putting together in the Discord that is super, super cool and cool heartwarming idea. and delightful. Uh, Izzy and Jenna, thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Douglas. We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. Happily ever after. the princess, she walked happily home. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.